the vast majority of termination cases here in the Netherlands is dealt with by reaching an amicable settlement with the employee. So, well, although the strict dismissal system sounds kind of scary, in practice the Dutch are very keen uh, to reach pragmatic solutions. Hello, listeners. This is Clint Littler Explains. Uh, my name is Jasper Hofstad. I'm an associate at the Clint Littler office based in Amsterdam. I'm your host for this podcast, of which the aim is to bring you, the listener, the basics of Dutch employment and labor law. Every episode I will discuss with one of my colleagues one of his or her favorite topics, whereby, of course, the aim is to press out every juicy detail. Uh, joining me at my desk today is Fleur van Lieshout. And Fleur is, as I am, an associate here at Clint Littler and has a very broad focus on practically all topics of Dutch employment and labor law. Uh, Fleur, can you shed some light on the topic we are about to discuss today? Of course, Jasper. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on your show today. I wouldn't call uh, today's topic very juicy, but I do think it's useful for our clients, well, especially for the international ones. We are going to talk about the termination clause that is standard included in Dutch employment contracts and what the actual use of this clause is in practice. I will end today's episode with some practical advice for the listeners to take home and we'll focus today on the termination of indefinite term contracts. As Wouter also speaks about the termination of fixed term employment contracts in another episode of this podcast. So if you are interested, you should listen to that episode as well. All right, Fleur, very clear. The floor is all yours. Well, as many people know, maybe from their own Dutch uh, employment contracts, these contracts, both definite and indefinite term, always state something along the lines of this employment agreement can be terminated with due observance of the statutory notice periods, or in case the employer and employee have deviated from the statutory notice period, the clause states the exact notice periods to be observed. Well, one would think, and clients often do, that this means that the employment agreement ends by sending an employee a letter which says, hey, we want to terminate your employment contract. We will observe the agreed notice period and good luck with your future career. <laughs> just as easy as read, right? Exactly. Well, unfortunately, it's not that as simple as that because in order to terminate an employment agreement in the Netherlands, the employer needs a valid reason. Well, these valid reasons are limitative and are included in our Dutch civil code. And a few examples of valid reasons are, for instance, refusal to perform work, culpable behavior, or for instance, business economic grounds, such as a reorganization or a company closure. Okay, so then, but still, if an employer then thinks that he, that any one of these valid reasons in our Dutch civil code included is at hand, can he then still not just send that confirmative letter to the employee and saying, well, we are terminating your contract and we have respected your, your notice period. Good luck in your future career. Well, that's that's what you would think because in many other countries, employers just terminate an employment contract and then it's up to the employee to litigate uh, in order to challenge their dismissal. But no, this is not the case in the Netherlands because if the employer here is of the opinion that there is a valid reason to terminate, there are a few options to actually accomplish termination uh, of an employment contract. Well, the first and easiest one is by mutual consent of the employee or by asking the employee's consent to the unilateral termination of employment. Well, that second option is barely ever used in practice, so you can forget about that one. Uh, so the, the most important one is, is mutual consent, reaching an amicable settlement with the employee. And if 
that is not possible. If the employee does not agree with the termination with mutual consent, the employer will either have to go to court to ask for a dissolution of the employment agreement or to the employee insurance agency, which we call the UWV here in the Netherlands, for permission to terminate the employment agreement. Well, the route to take here, either the going to the court or to the UWV, depends on the valid ground. And then both the court and the UWV will assess upfront if the employer in fact has a valid ground to terminate. Well, if it is ruled by either the court or the UWV that the employer does not have a valid ground, this has far-reaching consequences for the employer as the employee will then remain in service of the employer and the employer will be obliged to continue payment of wages, etc. So, well, this far-reaching consequences. So it looks very simple, but in fact, Dutch dismissal laws are very strict. Plus we have this preventative test by a court or by the UWV. If the employer passes the test, the employment agreement will in principle come to an end. But still then, the employee also has several appeal possibilities, which uh, potentially can make termination processes expensive and, uh, and also very time consuming. Okay, then, so to shortly summarize, we have have the employment agreement, which is in place, and the employment agreement holds a termination clause, but in fact, you cannot invoke this clause to terminate the agreement. You first have to either get an agreement on the termination by the employee, and if the employee is reluctant to agree to the termination of his employment agreement, you have to go to either the UWV or to the court. That is a lot less straightforward than you would think, right? Exactly. And by the way, an important exception to what we just discussed is the summary dismissal. Because with summary dismissal, the employment contract can be terminated with immediate effect. Also without court interference, if there is an urgent reason to do so. For instance, if an employee committed fraud or theft. Well, we will not go into further detail here, but it's good to know that this possibility also exists under this Dutch law. Trying to see see the value here of the termination clause. What is it then exactly used for? Well, it determines the notice periods that need to be uh, observed by both parties when terminating the employment agreement. And especially in fixed term employment contracts, it is important to include such, such termination clause because if it's not included, termination before the agreed fixed period is in principle not possible. So not for the employer, but also not for the employee. Well, unless parties are able to, again, reach an agreement, an amicable settlement, or if a court uh, dissolutes the employment agreement on request of one of those parties. All right, all clear. But now, um, trying to trying to see both parties here, we have discussed uh, what a termination clause, uh, what it means for the employer, but... But how would this work out on the employee side? Is he bound to the same strict strict routes to follow? Well, for the employee, it is as simple as it looks. Because contrary to the employer, an employee can simply give notice with observance of the agreed notice period. They do have to keep in mind that uh, notice periods start running at the end of a calendar month. Which means that, well, if the employee would, for instance, give notice on the 15th of the month, the notice period would start running per the 1st of the following calendar month. So that's something to to keep in mind. But yes, they can simply send a confirmative letter to the employer saying, hey, thanks for everything. I will go uh, and do something else. We are going different ways. But we thank are you for parting our pleasant ways. Yes. Relationship. So circling back, the determination clause is in fact useful for the notice period. But if the employer really wants to 
terminate he, or if he wants to, to dismiss the employee, he does need to have the employee's acceptance of that or he needs to go to the UWV or the court. Then that was very insightful to me and I hope so as well for our listeners. As a small 60-second recap, what would you say that our listeners should absolutely take home from this conversation? Well, that it's important to always call your, call your lawyer. No, just kidding. It's important to keep in mind that under Dutch law, it uh, in principle is not possible to unilaterally terminate an employment agreement by simply confirming the termination to the employee. Well, as as you mentioned before, hey, we need a valid ground for termination, which needs to be substantiated in court or at the UWV, unless parties can agree on a termination with mutual consent or unless a summary dismissal situation is at hand. Well, so... Given the strict dismissal laws that apply in the Netherlands, uh, uh, well, uh, also some practical advice for the listeners to take home, uh, that it's very important to uh, consider upfront what kind of employment contract is offered to a new hire. Because in the Netherlands, we have uh, the possibility to agree on multiple fixed-term employment contracts before entering into indefinite-term employment contracts which means that such fixed-term employment contract ends at the agreed term, Yeah, which means that the strict dismissal regime does not apply there. Unless, of course, the employer wants to terminate that, that, that fixed-term contract in the interim, but hey, if it just ends automatically, the strict dismissal regime does not apply. So if parties really do not get along, the employer has always has the comfort that the employment contract ends at the agreed term. So... and. Last but not least, also a positive note to close with. Well, the vast majority of termination cases here in the Netherlands is dealt with by reaching an amicable settlement with the employee. So, well, although the strict dismissal system sounds kind of scary, in practice the Dutch are very keen uh, to reach pragmatic solutions. So luckily for uh, our clients, court proceedings are exceptions rather than rule in our employment law practice. Right, yes, thank you. Very clear. That is, in fact, uh, our polder system, if I believe, which we have been known for quite some time. Well, duly noted all of these practical tips. Thank you very much, Fleur. This was it. We are done for today. I say thanks to you, the listener, as well, for your interest in Dutch employment and labor law. And I hope you will join us again for our next episode. If you wish, you can subscribe to Clint Littler Explains, and we will be delighted to receive a review. If you have any questions, as always, do not hesitate to reach out because Fleur and I will always be happy to assist. The purpose of this program is to provide helpful information for employers addressing the latest developments in labor and employment relations. It is not a substitute for experienced legal counsel and does not provide legal advice or attempt to address the numerous factual issues that arise in any employment-related issue. To discover other labor and employment podcast series from Littler, the largest global employment and labor law practice, visit littler.com slash podcasts.